Welcome back, alien theorists theorizing. We're going 9-11 part 2. Oh, yeah. I, is this, I, I got thrown off because I didn't hear the intro, but I wasn't ready. Oh, you didn't hear the intro? No, I didn't, but that's fine. I hear it. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, well, yeah. Well, the intro went, and this is Alien oh. Theorist Theorizing. Uh, I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And oh, I can't believe we're doing one two weeks. <laughs> it's only been two weeks. Like, normally we're uh, sometimes <laughs> in like a month. Well, it's supposed to be a monthly, yeah, monthly podcast now. Yeah. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be last week. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? To be honest, if you thought it was gonna be last week, and you pressure us, be fucking thankful that it's this week. So, <laughs> like, be, be be thankful this is happening at all at this point. Yeah, it's gonna, it's happening though. Every every other week for sure. We got. Yeah, we at got, least we every got other no excuse, and you know, anymore. yeah, we're trying every real other, hard now. We're trying harder. <laughs> every other week is is pretty manageable, I think now. Uh, so, uh, I think we can do it. Um, we're in. So what? What do we want to? Anyone got any news they want to share before we get into anything or doing anything else? Want to do a quick re- recap of last week? Oh, uh, can we recap even? No, okay, no, not, okay, not a recap. You know, how about this? How about fuck recapping? If you want to recap, go listen to last week's episode, then turn this back. <laughs> Boom. And then give us a five-star review yeah. after that one. The, ol- yeah, okay. the, ol- the only thing I have from last week is there's a there was a new study, 9-11 study done in Europe, like a peer review, peer-reviewed, uh, published in a physicist magazine about that the, twin- that the tower collapse was primarily caused to control demolition. So I think that's the first peer-reviewed actual study to actually make it into the mainstream. So, yeah, there you go. It's happening. That's pretty, pretty sweet. Anyways, Confirm. yeah. So we're gonna start reading five-star reviews. Uh, we said we were gonna do this, so uh, I'm gonna start with some of the more recent ones. Uh, Reptilian Overlord. Yes. Legit, the only podcast I listen to. Keep it up, boys. Uh, thanks, Reptilian Overlord. We will uh, we will continue to try. That's probably a real reptil- reptilian overlord as well. I bet. Yeah, it might possibly. be. We I never say welcome our new reptilian overlords. Yeah, <laughs> as do I, and we never say anything bad about reptilian overlords. I think that's a big positive with us. So take that into account when the uh, warm-blooded purge comes through. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> thank you. So this one, this next one comes from Lindo Grog. Never a dull moment. Five stars. These guys are really great. There are plenty of laughs and plenty of fun facts and opinions. <laughs> Definitely wow. a must for every road trip. Huh. Well, well, you know, I that guess that's like an Amazon review. That yeah, nice. that's great. That's great. You know, to be honest, uh, you, to hey, each his own. Are you, making, his are own. you making that up? No, I'm reading the warm fuzzies. So, uh, Lindo Grog, hey, thanks for that, man. That Ooh. was uh, that's a nice. Uh, I would definitely not. You know what? If we, <laughs> there's not a chance Mr. Conspiracy would even give us that good of a review. So, and he's on the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, next one here, uh, five star Walt Disney, MJ 15 Tyler, or no, sorry, MJ 15 tire. Great podcast guys. Keep up the good work. Would like to see episodes more frequently, but I'm greedy. Fuck. Yeah. You agree, but greedy bastard. You're lucky you get them once a month, so suck it. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks, thanks for the five-star review, uh, MJ15 Tire. Now, our most recent, since we've been like, hey, 
can you guys start giving us five star reviews? The only review we've received, one star review from one eight six four seven Gary WWW. Someone on your podcast used the word mongoloid to describe someone with a learning disability. I will never listen again and encourage others not to listen. You know, Gary, first off, I did not use the term mongoloid. First off, we had to figure out who used the term mongoloid. Well, you, you, did, say, you found, did say mongoloid. Yeah, it was me. But yeah. I never once used it to refer to someone with learning disabilities, and I don't use it to refer to someone with disabilities. I use it to re- refer to those fucking drugged-out idiots that you ride the bus with. I honestly... I had to look up mongoloid because I didn't know what it meant, but I, it is like, yeah, a, like it is a you know, it's a bad term. But you know what? Yeah, it's a bad term. But that's not the term I use. It's like you know, you know what though? To be one hundred percent honest, I didn't even know it was a real bad word until no. you said that, and I was like, to describe someone learning disability, I was like, no, I didn't. I described the person, the you, fucking mongoloid that I was riding the bus with. Yeah, I mean, I I knew it's inappropriate to use that word to refer to to mentally disabled people i know i wouldn't use it like that but if you're using it in a derogative term to somebody who does something really stupid you know it's like when you call somebody retarded and i mean yeah it's i I don't know it's i understand in that context where it's like okay if i'm going to use that word to describe someone with a learning disability who has like down syndrome i'm like yeah that's a terrible thing yeah that's yeah no but it's like (laughs) I've never used the term mongoloid from now on is people on the bus or uh, Gary. So, you know, if what? you know what Gary, Gary's are now strictly mongoloids. No, we don't. We're not prejudiced. We hate everyone equally. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. I, uh, but yeah, fuck you, Gary. You're one star review. Suck Every, it, bud. Everyone what? except for Gary. Anyway, you know, Gary, go soak a cork, bud. We got to go. We got, we got to go space news. Space news okay. it is. Here we go. No, 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 not Space News yet. I got, oh. I got a couple other things. Okay. Uh, I want to do some t- uh, Twitter stuff. Should we do that first? Should we do, that? Should we do, should we do Twitter stuff after? Yeah, do it after. We okay. It. We, just, we switched up last time. It wasn't as good. We'll go, All right. We'll go at the end. Space News! There we go. Um, so, this is a kind of interesting one. Well, it's not really interesting now, but... Uh, 75 years ago next week. So I don't know what's week's this. When are we releasing this one? Probably like 17th, 18th? I don't know dates, man. It comes out okay. on Sunday. It'll be the so 18th, next, yeah. Yeah, so next week, 75 years ago next week, a massive geomagnetic storm disrupted electrical power, interrupted radio broadcasts, and illuminated the night sky in a World War II battle theater. The untold story story of this remarkable event has just been published in a lively article by space weather researcher Jeff Love and Pierre David Coison. Uh, so, anyways, I guess like seventy five years ago, next week, uh, the the auroras were out of this world, like like we've never seen since. So, so it actually knocked off power. Yeah, and like disrupted radio, knocked out power. Like they were crazy. Uh, other thing uh, many of you may have noticed or have heard, uh, but there's Harvest Moon right now, or what some people like to call the Wolf Moon. Uh, so I don't know what that really means. It's a big moon, I guess. It's a big moon. I oh, man, I saw, I saw it last night. It was pretty over here in Thailand, at least. It was huge. It was yeah, it was huge here, man. Big moon. Big moon. I actually was going to take my telescope out, out and look at it tonight. 
but it's so cloudy, so that's uh, that doesn't work. No, I, you know, we get these big moons. Like it seems like you know, every couple of months you get they're like, oh, check it out, it's a big moon. And you're like, you look outside, and you're like, that's a pretty big moon. It's a little, little bit bigger than normal, but not really noticeable. But it's pretty sweet. Okay, I got some space news too. This is something we talked about. Man, it must be on like what case file two or something. The impossible engine, the EM drive. Oh yeah. So this EM drive has. So wait, EM drive update. EM drive update. The nice. EM this drive. The, the EM drive the engine, update. which pretty much runs on free energy, is what its claim is that it can just create thrust out of energy with no exhaust, so it doesn't like have a reaction. So it goes against the laws of physics, but it has passed peer review. And it's going to be published in a scientific journal, so they're going to be testing it probably. So if they scale that up, that is limitless thrust in space with no exhaust, so pretty much endless power. If it's, you heard it, you heard it here first. If it's true, we'll see. Peer peer review doesn't mean it's real, or doesn't mean it's going to work like we want to, but it does work in some way. They just haven't quite figured it out. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, any other space news? Uh, nothing of importance on my end here, no. Dan? Nope, nope, I don't got anything. Okay. Let's do it. Alright, so... Nine, wait, what are we, we doing? 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? The topic, Where am I? <laughs> the topic is still 9-11 from last week. Last week we did how the towers collapsed, the Pentagon, yeah, Trade Center 7, blah, shit. blah, blah. This week, uh, let's go with follow the money. Like, who did it? Why? Like, people had advanced knowledge. Did they? Did they or did they not? See what happens. Okay. Um, okay. So hold on. So I got a good one here. Hold on. Let me pull it. Where did I have it? Good starting. Okay. Point. So here, here's this one. I had, I had, I had this highlighted last last week. No, two weeks ago. So uh, right before the September 11th attacks. Uh, an extraordinary amount of put options were placed on United Airlines and American Airlines stocks. Uh, both those airlines were hijacked and obviously crashed into towers and various others. So, uh, like that, there wasn't that many amount of put options that made people speculate that traders were tipped off that there were going to be attacks and then profited from the tragedy. Uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission launched an insider trading investigation in which Osama bin Laden was a suspect uh, after receiving information from a, a Wall Street firm. And uh, that was pretty much just shot down. Every, it was just pretty much buried. It's, they it's, were just like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, it's, you know what? It's crazy because I got, I got the numbers here. So before September 11th, the Chicago Board Options Exchange. Here it is: 4,744 4, put options put on United Airlines, which the average was about three hundred ninety-six per day. So this is like on two in two days they had forty-seven hundred when they normally have only thirty-nine or three hundred ninety-six. So it's like an increase of whatever. What's that? A thousand percent. Yeah. And then on September tenth, forty-five hundred put options on American Airlines by bought on the Chicago. Ex- exchange for the same thing compared to only 748 calls normally per day yeah it's so it's fucking... like it's insane it's crazy amounts and you can keep going i think they did uh morgan stanley 
they which they okay and morgan stanley i'm gonna get to this after but right now they occupied 22 floors in the world trade center and they had 20 or 2157 put options compared to usually only 27 contracts per day so that's a it's like an insane like over a thousand percent increase for the like uh the three days before september 11th and also merrill lynch the same thing they occupied 22 floors of world trade center same kind of thing 1200 percent increase the three days before so like just right there that's only it's it's insane it's mind-boggling oh wait okay mind-boggling here's the thing I guess we said mind-boggling quite a bit, quite a few times last one. So, <laughs> you did we? Yeah. picking up on it, and I was like, you know what? I think we did. So, who? Someone, <laughs> someone called us out on saying mind-boggling a whole bunch of times. Started picking up. I mean, it's kind of like the catchphrase now. Yeah. Did we say mind-boggling a mind-boggling amount of times? We, it, uh, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, you did. That's mind-boggling. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, who who called us out on Twitter? Yeah, I saw it a couple times. Yeah, I seen it on Twitter. I was on Facebook a little bit. So, what, hey. was ha- was hashtag mind boggling popping up? No, but we sh- that should be new fucking. Start that one. <laughs> That's yeah. better. I'd like that a lot. You know, what? I'm about to hashtag look it up. I gotta see this for mind boggle. Hashtag mind boggle. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, insider trading, advanced knowledge. There's there's a lot of evidence, man. It's like it's. You just just search put op- put options on September 11th and it just pops up and there's like so much irregular activity that's, before. That's to me like that's absolutely fucking bonkers because it's like okay well why like okay explain explain why that is like it, you can't like why is it on that right before all that stuff skyrockets? Yeah, I mean that amount that amount of money and that that amount of options put on stocks is like that's no coincidence. That's not just something that happens. <laughs> you know what? This is actually now you guys have made me self-conscious about saying mind-boggling and I like <laughs> and I, I really wanted to say mind-boggling there, but I was like I need a word that could like explain <laughs> to these word. people about like how my brain is feeling right now. It's you know kind what? of feel like don't, brain jumbled. Don't try and stop saying mind-boggling, but now it's like it's going to be a new a new drinking game if we're saying mind-boggling a lot. Oh. That means we're drinking quite a bit. So <laughs> that's a, that's one drink every time we say it. Mind, make it through halfway through the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Yeah, if you guys want to have a good Friday night, play the 18th <laughs> game. <and> every <laughs> time we say mind-boggling, you have to take a shot. <laughs> uh fucking hilarious anyways we'll try not we're not going to make an attempt to say it more but we'll probably still say it 20 times an episode so well i'm gonna actually i'm gonna say brain juggling from now on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you coined that i don't think i've heard that before okay i've never heard that anyways 9-11 insider trading tons tons of evidence I, i got more on it but you guys keep going Okay, hold on. Oh, hold on. My my battery just fell. Oh, there we go. Hold on. I'll get back. Okay, my uh, (laughs) charger fell on my computer, and my computer was like, "It's about to die." Um. Okay. So the other one is crazy. Uh, September tenth, Donald Rumsfeld announces two trillion uh, Pentagon funds have gone missing. That's we kind of talked. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mentioned that, so you're like two two million, like two like, trillion dollars. 
Two trillion dollars in transactions have gone missing. They don't know. They don't know what's happened or anything. Like to me, that's. I you know I I'm not big with numbers, but a trillion sounds like quite a bit. It sounds like more. That sounds like GDPs of entire countries. Like a just lot of gone money missing. Yeah, like, and the next day. So that's September 10th. The next day. And then all of a sudden that plane hits where the analysts are investigating that the 2.3 trillion missing. Yeah. And then it's just uh, no big deal. Yeah. It's like, that is such such huge news. Like, I don't know if that happened in Canada and the government's like came forward like, you know what? uh, Two trillion dollars just gone missing. We're going to be like, we had $2 trillion? We had that much money? Where did it go? <laughs> like in Canadian dollars or American dollars? Like that's or a real, real number? <laughs> yeah. So like just right there, that's like, that's a huge flag. Like that's not this like basic accounting error. Like that would be like, okay, let's say you had lost $10 million. Like, oh, that's a lot of money. But like, okay, you can make that up out of, yeah. you have hundreds it, of trillions of dollars. It's still like a, it's a fathomable, a fathomable amount of money and like you can still put that into you can picture it in your head 10 10 billion dollars like oh okay but like trillion dollars it's like it's almost like an imaginary number you're like that's that's so much <laughs> so okay and the other thing is it's not just like it's not just like it's like it's like me owning a business and being like talking to the board of trustees and be like okay guys bad news uh i've lost all our money I can't track it. And they're like, okay, well, good thing we have all the records in that safe vault. And I'm like, yes, that is a very good thing. And then the next morning, that vault blowing up. <laughs> just, just all the evidence and being like, oh, oh I guess a, I'm off the hook, right? That's convenient. Right? Uh, <laughs> not my fault. Terrorists. Uh, but it, it came out of the defense, right? It's like the money missing is the defense budget, right? Yeah. So, some people, some people think that maybe, maybe the attack, everything was orchestrated. Like there is a lot on the bushes and going for oil, and like a lot of that kind of makes sense when you look at all that information. But some people believe that it it had nothing to do with that, and it was more about attacking the Pentagon to destroy all the evidence of of this defense budget money missing, and like because people, accountants, and uh, like bookkeepers and analysis and stuff were all killed in that attack. So some people are like, some people think that like, forget all this other stuff. This attack was to cover up that. Like, it was to cover up this missing money. And it's like, because you can't find anything. I've tried to like go on and be like, oh, okay, was was this ever dealt with later on? And they're just like, nope, never again. Like, forget about it. We're not talking about it. We're leaving it. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's a lot of money. So like, the, I've I've heard the conspiracy. Like that money is for the, like the like black ops, right? Yeah. The secret government, all their shit, the stuff they do infiltrating other governments, and like I think that money was spent unknowing to any type of uh, what was it, Congress in the states? Yeah, completely, completely above Congress for stuff that we've man, who knows, could even be for uh, some type of secret space program. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know what though? You know how I I bet the percentage of Americans that were like, listen. We uh, secretly spent two trillion dollars on this secret space program. Everyone would be like, "Okay, who cares? Keep going. Like, spend more. <laughs> like, that's awesome." 
How far, <laughs> how far into space did you get? I think most <laughs> Americans would be pretty pissed. I mean, I think well, that's yeah, just I a think lot of Dan, Dan, you're speaking for a small amount of Americans, okay? Like, don't <laughs> I am you... not your average American. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> I, got, I got a question for you. So, when, okay, when, if you're working in the States and you get, uh, you get your like, income tax, right? Right. Like the amount of, you get your return or whatever it is, and it t- does it tell you how much of your money, like what percentage has gone to what? Yeah. Does it tell uh, you like because tr- if you because I, I feel like if you looked at it, it like it should say like fifty percent to government or to military uh, spending and like five percent to like oh no else. I mean no it doesn't be like it doesn't go into that stuff but you see what like you know it just says taxes what's taken out and whatever but it doesn't tell you like this goes to military spending and this percentage will go to whatever because I mean. I mean, if you broke it down that way, it's probably like not that much. Like, from if you're taking so many taxes from all the Americans, it's only like a little bit of money that goes to. You'd be like a half a cent goes to whatever. One cent goes to military spending. But when you have like three, you know, billion or whatever, three million people, three hundred, three hundred and sixty-three million is our po- is our population. Something like that. But I'm just saying, like, if the if they're losing two point three trillion, so how much are they actually spending on the military programs? I bet you it's more like you're in the high percentages, I bet. of That's still a ton of money, like $2 trillion. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out um, – I, I know I know it was about $2 trillion, but I'm trying to figure out if that was over a certain period of time or like, you know, was who – where did it go? Was it like yeah, some exactly. sort of oversight? Was it like, you know, we just – oh, you know, I've seen it – when I was in the military, I've seen uh, spending go nuts where you pay like, you know – you pay like six dollars for a light bulb, and you're like, "This is not a six dollar light bulb." Right. <laughs> you know. I guess my point. I guess like, my point was, I guess if if the American people got in their tax return, like so much was going to defense spending, like this is how much we're spending this year on it. They may oh, no, say I mean that, that's. I mean, you could find those figures, like how much is going to be, how much goes to this, but um, it doesn't say like in your taxes. It no, doesn't no. be like okay, this is going to. It doesn't say that. Hmm. Yeah. Brain, That's a lot brain, of money. It's brain <laughs> scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find new words for it now. <laughs> okay, so you got evidence of insider knowledge. You have the Pentagon, $2.3 trillion. Yeah. What other strange number anomalies have popped up on or before or just after 9 I mean, Br- Braden touched on the, on the bushes and their uh, seeming involvement with uh with the whole thing i mean there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff a lot of strings you could pull on that that i mean it goes way way back about how the bushes could be linked to most of what happened or the circumstances leading up to 9-11 um i mean it goes all the way back to uh george h like the most recent president, the most recent President Bush. I mean, it goes back to his days where he was uh, he was still uh, running oil companies into the ground, and every time that he would uh, he'd run a few oil companies, and they would just like fail. But some they were saying they looked back at it, and like a lot of times, like before that he was failing, there would be like these mystery investors that would come in, and they would just save the day, pick them up out. Yeah, they'd come and save the day and pull them up out of it, and nobody really knew where the money was coming from. And a lot of people were saying that, that it was the Saudis. Now, Braden said that $2 trillion uh, went missing. Well, the estimated amount that uh, the Saudis have invested in America 
like in the United States economy itself, I think it's somewhere around three trillion dollars. Something like that's like three percent of our economy. It's either three trillion dollars or like three percent of our economy. Um, and like so, they have a lot of vested in America and American businesses and things like that, um, especially in oil and places like that. Um, yeah. Oil, our our defense, some of our defense contractors, uh, things like that. I mean, uh, I mean George George Bush Senior, he's uh, he works very closely with the Saudis, and he always has. Like uh, from his days in presidency to even at post presidency, he is a advisor for the Carlyle Group, and he works with the Saudis. Oh, there's just there's I mean there's so much there's like it's so deep like this whole the nine eleven inside job kind of style it's so deep it's like so far reaching. It, oh, I, it's so hard for me to be like. I just, it's so weird that there isn't more, like, man, we're so far removed from this incident now, and it's just, like, none of these questions have been answered. Like, they're like, okay, well, back then, like, why was this money missing? Like, Yeah, no? I mean, there's no there's no transparency about it. It's really, no. like, I mean, I mean, they talk about how, how the Bush administration blocked all probes into the 9-11 disaster uh something like over a year like over 411 days they blocked all internal external probes like you know and nobody could look into it and you're like what wh why he never testified in front of a he never testified in front of a like a commissioner like an investigative commission he said i mean he flat out pretty much said he wouldn't testify they and they spent 60 million dollars on investigating Bill Clinton and Hillary, or in uh, what's her name's affair? Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, sixty million, <laughs> and they only spent fifteen million on the nine eleven like commission. That's, that's I didn't know that's that. Fuck that's, all. That's, that's fuck all. That's, yeah. that's insane. Like <laughs> they, they spent like more than triple on like looking up a blowjob. <laughs> Than they did to like Honestly, American life. They should have spent a hundred million dollars. They should have spent a hundred million dollars building a like scale model of the trade center and flying a scale model plane into it and seeing if that had enough to collapse the whole thing. That's what they should have done. Like for a hundred million dollars, you could have built like a whole concrete building in the middle of nowhere, bought a plane, and flew it into it on like a scale model, like all scaled, so the math would be scaled, and just see if you could get anything close to that type of collapse. Well, that'd be a waste of money because every regular thinking person knows that that the the building's not going to come down, the aluminum plane is not going to destroy the concrete. Well, that's what I mean. But not everything, not every person thinks that. Like we actually had a couple of people who like questioned us, or like like, what about uh, like watch this video? Like it shows an inward bow and the building goes down. I was like, well, watch like all of these ones. You know so what I have to say like, to that? It's probably like 50-50, like, unfortunately, as the numbers are, like, there's probably like 50% of people who are still, like, believe the official story to some account. Man, history. That's all, like, if anyone's, like, anyone who says that, history, man. Look up history. Look up the three, the only three concrete buildings in the world, concrete and steel buildings in the world to come down by fire. In the world. Ever. Ever recorded. In the world, I don't. Can I stress this a month? Ever in the world, I know. Are the World yeah. Trade Centers one and two and Trade Center Tower seven all in the same day? 
Well, yeah, Trade Center and, 7 is the ultimate smoking gun. It's unbelievable. And 7 wasn't even hit by a plane. I know, but there's like, it sucks that there's so many people who just won't, like, they, it's such a crazy thing to believe, like, to actually gra- grab a hold of that people just, like, don't want to believe it. There's like, no, nope, there's like, no way. Our government would never do that. It's never. Yeah, I mean, it's never. You, you can never, talk about never. our government like, wouldn't do it, but it's yeah. everybody, usually in the United States government, is out for money. Like, that's why you get into politics, is for money and power. Oh, it's crazy. You know, like, the Bushes themselves, I mean, as Bush's, uh, or George Bush Sr. is an advisor for the Carlyle Group, and he is an advisor on behalf of the Saudis, which um, they invest so many, so much money into, like, United Defense uh, and oil companies and things like um, even the just the Bush family and their associate, uh, like their associates, um, the Saudis had like $1.4 billion over 30 years they put into them. And, like... How can you be like, oh, like we didn't know anything about it? Even the Bin Laden family are are investors. Like they've been, they were listed as investors, in especially United Defense. Like before we started the Iraq War and things like that, they pulled out a little bit later because they didn't want to be seen. Um, you know, it would have looked really bad, but they were already in there. They knew about this thing. And if, if Saudis have so much money invested in American oil, I mean, that's what war does. Like you need oil to. To start a war, to continue a war, I am. I, I mean, once once we start a war, you need you need oil for tanks, you need petroleum, you need it for everything, for all those materials. And you start a war, and if you're invested in oil, you're gonna make money, like lots of money. There's so much money in war, like like it's insane. Okay, everyone's got the next book you read. Everyone's gotta go and either get the ebook or the audio book of the creature from Jekyll Island. Have you ever read this book? Never. So I'm like nope. I'm like three quarters, three quarters of the way through, and it's like tr- a true a true tale of like the, the history of the banking cartel, like central banking, like from all the way from back from the goldsmiths and like from the early Rothschilds, how they took over the world through banking and counterfeit like central banks and the IMF and the Trilateral Commission, all this shit. And I'm this is all like I'm reading this book right now, and as we're talking about, I'm like, man, this is exactly what this guy is talking about. He's investigating like just the money systems of the past like 500 years. I know every time a central, not a central bank, but every time the finance gets out of control and starts being controlled by private individuals, war and shit just skyrockets because war, because people, these people fund both sides of the war every time. Yeah. And then, yeah, cause you double dip. They double dip. And that's the Rothschild formula. That's what, what they say in the book is to, they have no content for human life all they want to do is all about profit. Yeah. And if they make the money and they lend the money out to all these governments and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's so complex, but it's so simple at the same time that these people are just, they create money out of nothing to get more money out of debt, pretty much, from the entire world through war and the perpetual war. So like this 9-11 thing, in my opinion, was orchestrated by some type of new world order, if you want to call them that to perpetuate a 50-year war on terror or some unseen enemy just to keep the war machine flowing. Yeah, I mean, even when the United States went into Iraq, and I mean, they were like the, uh, I mean, Bush claimed, the Bush administration claimed that they had weapons of mass destruction, they were harboring al-Qaeda, and there was no evidence. Absolutely none. 
There was zero. Nobody found anything. They sent in the UN probes. They sent in everybody. And they, they said, no, there's nothing here. <laughs> Why are we even over here? And then Bush is like, nope, let's fucking frag them. Glass the whole fucking country. <laughs> like, right. Uh, Install a central bank controlled by the IMF. Same as everybody else. And it just keeps on rolling like country to country. Uh, it was in Afghanistan. They went there. Destroyed, destroyed the economies, blah, blah, blah. Oh, now it's Iraq. And then it was Libya. And then it was Syria. And then, like, who's next? Like, it just keeps going over there. It's insane. Uh, it's just, uh, it's so nuts. Yeah. Like, how it even started. Like, even bin Laden is, like, he was a, I don't want to say puppet, but they were, like, the proxy war for the United States when they were fighting the communists. We were selling them Stinger missiles. And... Uh, when the Russians were in Afghanistan and they were, I mean, if anybody's ever seen uh, Rambo 3, uh, at the end of Rambo 3, they make this big little uh, scrolling text and it's like, we'd like to thank all the brave freedom fighters in Afghanistan who are fighting the brutal oppression of the communists. And I'm like, Those, that, that's Osama Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. Jeez. Uh, I you know what I want to quickly I want to quickly sidetrack here I want to answer a couple Twitter tw- uh, Twitter fucking Twitter questions <laughs> that we had like some people commented and stuff and I I had them mar- I'm like looking at my form what I had from last time and before then and I like um talk talk at talk talk Paul Skies uh, one of his questions he said. Uh, how many people were involved in this conspiracy? Three? A hundred? Ten thousand? He's like, the, the complex, the more difficult, right? So basically he's saying, he's like, how do you pull something this off with like, you'd have to let so many people know. But I'm like, you don't, you don't really though, because no, you, no. people, like, people involved only, only have to know a small portion of what happened, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, they don't need to I know mean, the master plan. Like, Whoever installed the bombs, right, could have been like, you know, it could have just been like, yeah, this company, uh, we need you shut down to do maintenance. And then it's like, okay, one guy, like, yeah, you're going to go in and plant these charges when they're doing this construction. They're like, yeah, yeah, you send in a team, so, like, it's not that many. I mean, if it's a some sort of black government or something like that, yeah. you know, dark and, government, you, you don't need that many people. No, like, you're talking about highly trained individuals. And then they're, they hire outside parties that don't know anything, right? They're just... They they have people working towards like what they want accomplished. Yeah, I mean they could have right? really said they were doing some sort of inspection, and they just hired this company uh, that that security company that the Bushes uh, that George Bush's brothers in charge of because he was one yeah. that uh, that was uh, running that at the time at uh, Securicom or that that private security thing, and they they were conducting some sort of inspection. You just hire them, and uh, you know, but then you send in your own. Yeah, black ops it's like, team just go in and take care of that, and, and maybe heck, maybe Bush is the fall guy because I mean, you look at him; he's a he's a dumb motherfucker, man. Yeah, like, and it's like that I dude's want, a clown. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, I want NORAD to run all these training drills the same day that are based on the same event, so they'll be really confused and can't respond. What's well, like? Yep. How many guys did it take to do that? Well, really, that's only one call from the right person. Mm-hmm. Right, like so, it's like. You know, it's it's for that whole thing. Like, there was probably lots of people involved, but how many people even knew they were involved is probably they do, is probably don't even know. Yeah, they wouldn't know the the full. They would just know their small portion of some event yeah. that was happening, but they had no idea what the end game of that was. And, 
and to them, it might not even, like, they might have not even thought, like, maybe it was just a guy coming to work on an elevator shaft. Like, he didn't know what was going on, and he had it shut down, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily that everyone knew, like, they're like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then because I'm doing this, eventually this yeah. is going to end to us, like, my country's going to invade Iraq for oil. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, people... No. Like not that many people know the in game. They would just be like, "Oh, okay, I I have a job to do and to go and I'd go do it, right?" Like, you know what I mean? Like if I if I go work a construction crew and I build one wall and then leave and then a house gets built, like I'm like, "Oh shit!" You know what I mean? Like it's you yeah. you just in one part. You didn't know what it was gonna look like or how it was gonna finish. Yeah, I mean there could be. I mean it could be things that that governments. I mean even if they're unknowing participants, like they see stuff and it go and it lines up with their goals. I mean like if you look at how the U.S. government after nine eleven and how they instituted the Patriot and how they passed all these laws and regulations that they probably never would have been passed, like pre nine eleven, pre terror, uh, pre war on terror. Uh, you know, they can NSA can monitor phone calls. They can go into your records, like your personal records, if they suspect you of ter terrorism, homeland security, pretty much anything that threatens the homeland. Now we can just like you know break in your door, spy on you, do whatever. Yeah. Um, none of that would have been passed uh, pre nine eleven. I mean, yeah. if, if if you want to watch a movie about pretty much like what the what the United States government, like NSA and uh, CIA had him planned, like, watch Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Like, yeah. uh, no shit, that's exactly, um, that's the kind of scenario you'd be looking at with, uh, with 9-11. Some big, huge terror event, and then, uh, NSA's just look at, just sitting there, you know, tenting their fingers, like, nah, nah, we're gonna get these motherfuckers and get all on your phones and get all your personal data. Like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, my book. So, the, yeah, I had that one, written down and then uh he also asked he was like uh uh according to the math uh and data gathered it works it's sound physics and i'm like where like where where did you find this that says according to what data gathered and who and who funded this data gathered that's the thing that data from the nist report was never made public because it was jeopardized public safety yeah so there can be no private investigation of that data because they just never released it. It was just like a one and done. Like, that was it. Sorry. Yeah, so that's why I was wondering. Like, I'm like, according to what? Like, where does this guy get his data that he's he's being like, oh, it's sound. It, it all works out. And I'm like, is this guy is this guy our inside man who can give us this data because he knows? I'm like, come on, man. Give us some more of that. But anyways, yeah. it it it's mind-boggling so yes mind-boggling oh sorry man i'm drinking brain, i'm drinking brain, right now <laughs> brain scrambling. oh tonight's uh, episode is brought to you by no i'm not even proud to say this i got miller lights because someone left them at my house not bad it's like, man just, I've been, i'm drinking yeah. american beer here so cheers america uh, uh, i'm Earth. drinking lucky or not lucky i don't know why i said that uh red stop red truck oh fuck them red truck lager Oh, it's so good. That's I buy the sampler pack. Yeah, it's like, good. I've, I've been to down to the brewery, and it's unreal. It's so good. Uh, Dan, if you come down, I'll take you. There's so many delicious craft breweries around in Vancouver. Oh. I'll be down. There's, no, there's barely any craft beer here in, in yeah, Southeast Asia. There's <laughs> it's a very... Uh, there's barely the any cheese. good beer. You have Chang and Chang. Yep. Chang, Chang. Leo, and and... 
sing ha. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Tank's my favorite. Oh, no, he gets San Miguel. He gets San Miguel now, which oh, is yeah. garbage. San Miguel. Garbage but, and then, yeah. Uh, I love Beer Lao. I like Beer Lao, too, actually. It's a really good one. Got it in the, in the... You can buy it in a little family mart, too, that now. That's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. ATF had the day off. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. 9-11. We're told to take yeah. the day off. Were they in uh, Trade Center buildings? Yeah. Like their offices. They were given day off. That's insane. Oh, there's... T- okay, there's... Like, why is that? That's weird. That's a weird... That's a weird fact I didn't know. Okay, I got, I got, I got something from... At the very start, we talked about Marsh and McLennan and like these other companies who had these put options. Yeah. So Marsh and McLennan... They occupied floors 93 to 100 of the North Tower, which is pretty much exactly where the plane hit. And just before, before 9-11, they, they were, in a, they were uh, working with this company called Silverstream to produce paperless transactions, which was not uncommon. But the way they were trying to do it, I guess, was had never been done for, before in that type of scale. Yeah. So this one guy, his name was uh, Richard A. Grove. He worked on the project, but he he became concerned of like these weird like financial re- irregularities in the transactions that were like taking place. So he like he contacted all like a, his superiors and a lot of guys just told him, "No, don't worry about it. It's nothing." Blah blah blah. But then he, a lot of guys that he did talk to were kind of on the same pages pages him like, "Oh, like what's going on here? This is like something to look at." And on that day, there was some type of conference call where these people that were investigating this weird financial activity were in a conference call in the north tower on like floor or whatever it was between 93 and 100 and they were all all the people who investigating this were all killed on that day except this guy richard grove because he got stuck in traffic on his way to work what? jesus that seems like a lot oh man that seems like a lot of trouble to go through fly a plane into there to kill just a couple people but i guess yeah they, that yeah it, but here's the, tra- the thing they were trying here's to do the it thing. They, yeah go for it right it seems like a lot of trouble to Fly a plane in those buildings to kill that. But now, if you're tying this all together, if you're trying to hide, you know, two trillion dollars in lost spending, and you're tra- you're like, okay, we need to do something about these people in the Pentagon. We need to do people about. We need to do something about these people investigating here. We want to get into oil. We want to get into Afghanistan, right? Or or Iraq. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like it's like. All yeah. by themselves, they look like not enough. But when you start looking at it as a big picture, you're kind of like, "Oh, well, maybe that is enough to do all that, right?" Well, like, it's definitely because, like, uh, this company, like the senior executives at this company, didn't go to work that day. They're all at home when it happened. Yeah. I mean, it, it just—I mean, even for like some sort of uh, you know new world order or something like that, it just seems like uh, a lot of work. This is like a like an epic world changing event. You're like, okay, we're gonna kill all these people. We're gonna get rid of the evidence of this two trillion dollars of methane. Ah, oh, and then there's the claims of like that, uh, like the gold deposit that was underneath one of the trade centers. Right. And they never recovered all of the gold. There was a there was a shitload of gold down there. Uh, there was like it was kept in like a big lock safe or big one of those big uh, like a depository. And then like a whole bunch of it went missing, and like a, a small amount of it, like a like a small percentage of it was recovered. Uh, but the rest is like nobody. I don't remember anybody saying anything about it. No, but okay. So I, one more thing. One more thing to say about Marsh McLennan. So they did. They orchestrated this huge thing. Let's say because all their data center was destroyed on nine eleven. Like all and for all those transactions that happened immediately prior to nine eleven, the only official records were on their hard drives 
on their floors that were all destroyed. The whole thing was destroyed. So there was no, like, the evidence was there that there was insider trading, but they couldn't, like, actually convict or do anything with it because there was no solid evidence. There was just, like, there was the financial records, but there was nothing else. So it was, it's super weird. Like, just another coincidence on top of the yeah, rest. I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I thought I heard something about, like, they, they recovered some of the hard drives, either from the Pentagon or from the World Trade Center. I can't remember. Yeah, no. And, like, that. It was sent to. Do we talk about it or am I just? No, you're on it. No, we didn't Because I guess this, this company called Convor, they're like this German company. And yeah, I guess, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. These, these, these hard drives are recovered from the wreckage of the Trade mm-hmm. Center, I guess. Yeah, I they contracted know. the like recovery to, to them and, and they sent it to them. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I heard too that they sent it and they're like the only guys in the world who could recover like scorched data off a hard drive. Yeah, and nobody thought like. The, I think the the people who were trying to cover it up or whatever, like nobody expected them to be able to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, and then, but when they did announce that they do it, like, I, I can't remember if like either stuff was like some guys in suits just came and took it. I don't think, yeah, just, like, nothing ever stuff. happened with it. They, they made like a big, they made a big, uh, a news report about that. They had these and they could re- like reverse engineer and find the data. And then nothing. And nothing. So like just another quit. That's the coincidences keep piling up. Like, uh, yeah, it's fucking mind-boggling. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is though, because like, at what point do you be like, okay, well, there is, you know, like there is a lot of these weird coincidences. Oh, and the one to me is like, um, Dan, you might know this better, but if you take the twenty-dollar bill and like fold it, it looks like the two towers on one side being hit. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh I've I've uh, I've seen that I've seen that video before. Yeah, no, like folding it's, it's it legit. It, it, like it does you can fold look, it up. It, it does, does look kind of like look like it. Yeah. And then oh, people whatever. say if you take <laughs> if you fold the if you fold the five, the ten, the fifty, and the hundred in the same way and start it go twenty-five, ten, a uh, hundred, or whatever, it's like the whole series of the trade center collapsing you look it up and stuff it is weird I like mean, it just it's a spooky coincidence like i would say i, I like okay I'm, i don't put much i don't put much stock in that kind of stuff i mean no. yeah, like conspiracy stuff but that stuff i'm like no because if you were a new world government and you were like manipulating shit from the shadows why the fuck would you print your plan on the money like, what yeah. the, like I, I, I have i have something for that something i've heard before so these new world order guys they don't really have a conscience, right? They don't really care about right or wrong. They just care about profit. Right. But if you believe, like, all, like, the Luciferian stuff, like, all, like, the weird, like, have you heard, like, the pe- the pentagram style in uh, Washington, D.C., how they change the roads to, like, have a pentagram point at the White House kind of thing? Yeah. So, like, yeah. so if you, like, if you go with that kind of stuff, these people, like, they, in order to maintain, like a like, an ethical perspective on their part, they put it out there just enough that if someone really looked, you could almost make a connection, but they'll never say it. So, and like, I've heard the argument saying like that's what they do. There's like, just put it out there, like a little bit of subliminal messaging, a little bit of this and that. They never say anything, but it's out there. So they've put it into the world and they're like, oh, we've done our part. And if people can't figure it out, then uh, fuck them. That's you know what? Though? Okay. And I'm going to say this now. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was another kind of event like that coming up because it seems like America is super divided right now. Like more so than I can remember in the past, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of act like this that kind of brings everyone back together to like 
you know, I guess a common enemy or something. Well, okay. yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, it seems like America's coming to some sort of like boiling point. Like, there's going to be something weird going on, or, or it's just like the tension in America right now, just with everything, whether it's the you know the racial things that are going on, political divisiveness, like everything that's going on, and you're wondering if they like we need some kind of big event, or there is there's going to see some reason to do something like this again to unify the country under one leader i mean uh maybe okay but <laughs> here it is okay if you okay if you read this book creature from jekyll island it goes into the new world order type of stuff which is to create a one world government with like one governing body and one currency blah 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 and the only way all this financial turmoil that turmoil that's happening in, in the, the industrial world like in Canada and the States, all these other countries. It's saying the new world order is doing this by design because no country that's economically strong and sovereign would ever join a, like a one world government, like a different country. They would never join. So what they're doing is slowly siphoning off the wealth from the industrial worlds to the third worlds through these gigantic, insane loans. This is the theory in order to plunge first, the United States into turmoil. And when there's, when they have no, when there's people on the streets starving and they're begging for food and there's no work, when when someone comes along like, okay, we can offer you, offer you this solution, that is how they gain their one world government slowly by... Man, by, that's how Lex Luthor took the the White House. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and hey, you know what? Maybe maybe the NWO is... Uh, they wrote Superman. They're slub, sub, ah, subliminally ah. giving us a little tip to what's about to happen. But if you read the book, this is like, it's a really convincing argument as to why the because if you really understand the financial system which i don't yet but i'm getting there it all makes sense is these people just do it for profit just do it to gain power and the only way to gain power over a whole country is to cripple it pretty much and they've done it like time and time again to like venezuela panama all these other countries over the like fast 50 years and now the nwo like to get america on board the nwo has to cripple them that's the theory that's the conspiracy like I, i don't know enough about it to really tell you much more than that but read the book Definitely something. Yeah. I mean, it's something to think about. Like, it, it could be that. And then I'm, I'm trying to just figure out. Like, if this is a new world order, and I don't, fuck, I don't want to put that much stock in it. I mean, it sounds, it sounds tempting. It sounds cool. And I'm like, yeah, that's neat. But what's, what's, what's the end game? Like, the money can only go so far. Like, why would you do this? I, I put more stock in some sort of like, you know, alien conspiracy. Like, you know, they're, you know, preparing us for something. Not just it's all about money and, and power. Like, it just seems really nuts. Like, that seems really short-sighted to me. I don't know. It, do, like, it does seem short-sighted, and I totally agree. Because, But at the same time, it's happened in history, like, many times. Like, governments so get a little greedy, and once they get a little greedy, then they get a lot greedy, and then all of a sudden they're, like, just insane, and then eventually it collapses, and then the next one starts. Yeah, I mean, eh. But anyways, we're, we'll have a, we'll have one on the end, one new world order, and one about finance in the future. But right now, we're still on nine eleven. So, yeah. Like, what are we? What are we running after time? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're coming up to an hour. Yeah, yep. getting close. We got we got more we got more on this. I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm looking through my notes, and I've kind of burned through all my notes. There's honestly there's I, so much to it. It's such a big topic. Like we can just not get really. No, I don't. No, like I know about the billings. I know a lot. But actually, like the money side, there's so it's so deep and it's so complicated, and there's so many layers. It's really you just have to really look it up. You know what? Yeah, yeah hashtag I mean, look it up. 
pull up Fahrenheit 9-11. It's on YouTube, the Michael Moore documentary. I watched that. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, pull it up, watch it. It's fun stuff. Like, it's, it's cool to watch. Yeah, those, are like, those are the perfect starting points. Uh, like, they give you all the basic the basic topics, and you just dig into each one of those one at a time and kind of find your own You know what? Way. And the other thing is, too, like, I don't want to just leave this since the last time we do. So I think, like, we, I think we every year from now on, we should do a 9-11 update of, like, new facts or new things we see and, like, read about. We'll do a 9-11 update. Oh, for sure. I don't know if that could be. I don't know if it could be a whole episode, but you could just keep your eye on it. No, know. no, we like we won't do a whole episode. Well, again. There, well let's say might, there might be by next year. Like the the truth maybe comes out. Like maybe some big yeah. event happens and the the whole scheme is exposed, and like we finally find out the truth. Who really knows? So if that happens, like we'll we'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Besides all the other websites that we get um, information okay. from. Okay, so Post. can I do some Twitter shoutouts? Some shitter twat outs? Shitter twat outs. <laughs> uh, Go for it. Um, okay, who did I want to... Okay, hold on. Lindsay Stites. Lindsay Stites. Uh, she messaged us some new, uh, some new stuff to look into that I've never heard of. The disappearance of Lars Mid-Tank. Oh, very strange stuff. I'll have to look that up. I like mysteries. If you guys know of mysterious or stuff, Send them to us. I fucking love mysteries. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta copy paste this so I don't forget it. So I wanna, I wanna look this up now. I'm actually really curious. It, listen, Lindsay, if I look this up and it's not strange stuff, I'm gonna be fucking super disappointed. You're looking, okay. up, you're looking up right now. No, I just, ty- I was just putting oh. it on a notepad so I don't forget. Right. Um, man, we get so many retweets. Like, it's hard to scroll through. I should have saved these aside. Um, where's the next guy? Uh, okay, you know what? I wasn't going to do this one, but we'll do it. Uh, Benny Mac and your buddy, uh, at Chris P. James, seven, four sevens. Yeah. Uh, excellent. You guys really do your homework. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> A few of us <laughs> listen at work. So if you could, if you could, can we get a shout out? Yes, you can. You just did. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, where do you work? We could have given your work a shout out. Uh, but yeah, thanks. Uh, Ryan Miller for uh, showing me the Diatsoff Pass video game. Oh, that, didn't <laughs> that was you, didn't you, didn't you post back, like, no, was... this is the original, and you put Ski yeah, Free? Yeah, I saw that. That was ski funny. Free? Yeah, 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 it's the best game. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like, that's, that's to me what really happened. Um, Dear Doe, she's. Savage X. Uh, so I binge listen to the podcast. CF20 talks about the Franklin ship. You should do a case file on Orang Madan. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll look it up. Actually, <laughs> look it up. Um, Glitch at Vimanas. 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 Vimanas underscore Glitch. Got a couple <laughs> more people to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And then he said hashtag. Yes. Make podcasts great again. Uh, we'll try, I guess. We do our, they, we do our did, best. Did they we'll fall? probably do more hurt than, than help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethan Quinn, oh, at Aussie Pros Lapser. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I, yeah. Like, I said that's the uh, uh, best Twitter uh, name I ever. It. I love it. Yeah. Uh, love the prolapses out there. Still, still to this day. Remember, I remember you fighting on this, Ryan. You're like, ah, let's not have people, let's not call our followers prolapsers. And, 
I still to this day see hashtag pro officers every now and then. Well, I'm I'm putting <laughs> like hashtag pro. Are you officer. sure it's about us though, or some creepy like porn website? Or, uh, <laughs> well, uh, they usually reference. So they usually, they usually go, yeah, they go us and that. So it's definitely uh, your pro- <laughs> everyone's pro lapsers. Yeah, listen to this. You are now you are official pro pro lapser. So yeah, it's finally on board. Uh, just Tanya, Tanya romance. Best way to spend my free. My freeze? freeze, favorite freeze? podcast Free channel. Time, yeah. Thanks, Tanya. Go uh, if you feel that way. Go rate us on iTunes so that fucking mongoloid Gary doesn't get his way and fucking ruin <laughs> our perfect scores. Okay, uh, how many shouts you doing? Uh, that's about it. Okay, I, I, got, going, I, got, I mean, I've been looking at the Twitter and everybody's got great uh, ideas for stuff. I mean, I saw a couple about Star Child skulls. I've seen the the. The crystal skull ones, yeah, um, a lot of cool stuff, and oh. I'm looking forward to to talking about all of them. I personally, I know. So I wanted to say uh, one last shout out to uh, Jared in the Mill. Uh, they're on tour, right? You can find their uh, their EP. Uh, I'm gonna fucking brutalize this name, Ormadugas. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds right. Uh, go give these guys a check out. You know what? To be honest, I haven't listened to them yet, but I'm going to. I, I have them on the list here. I did. I listened to them. I listened to their single Hold On, but I haven't listened to their new... They just released a new LP, so go check them out. How is it? How is the, how's their single? It's good. Yeah, it's like uh, kind of like indie folk kind of rock, but it was good. That's give it a, out yeah. of five. Out of five, what are you giving it? It's like I'm a, I'm a rock metal player on guitar, so for me, musically... Musically a three, overall music, it's a four plus. Oh, four plus is pretty good. Four plus, I'll take that. Nice. It's like I'm not. I, I can't play on. Uh, I can't play it on my Sweet Marshall stacks. So it's. Uh, it's I'm not going to learn <laughs> their songs, but they're. Hey, they're yeah. good. They're good. There's yes. good, there's good music in every genre. Like I'm not going to say anything about that. But okay, I got I got some I got some news. All right, let's Ooh. hear. It. Since Braden botched the t-shirts, he couldn't fucking get together. Uh, I got a message from my mom. The blank T-shirts are at my parents' house now. Well, it's too late. It's too late because I got T-shirts. Did you? Ooh. I got like I have I have the order. They're doing it right now. So T-shirts are coming. How many did you get made? Ooh, small yeah. batch. The small batch will be limited edition. So okay. Well, after, after we're done, let me know because I'll pay for half. It's all good. I haven't paid for them yet, so we'll figure it out. Okay. But if right. you want a T-shirt, there's only I think there's 30 for guys and 20 for girls. So that's the first batch, but we can I can make more anytime. And so I will buy I will buy two for uh, Danks. Yes, you will because you've yeah. promised that for months now. So yeah, there's no getting yeah. around it. And you're also going to buy one for me. And yeah, that's true. Uh, Dan, you're on your own. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, more news. The website. I'm in the middle of revamping it. Everything got fucked up, but it's going to be better. You're going to be able to buy T-shirts on there. The forms will be back. They've been fucked up. But and com- are we, it's coming back. Yeah, I should really hey, get on the website. And are we gonna? Website. We're gonna make a place. <laughs> like we're obviously gonna make a place to like. I really want people to send us money to buy beer. Like you don't have to send us. <laughs> I'm not saying send us like fifty dollars. I'm saying throw a dollar. Like we're like throw a dollar into the beer fund, right? And when we have enough to buy like a twelve pack, we'll buy a twelve pack and we'll rate the beer. Put your name on it. Put their name on yeah. it. And we'll, we'll see this beer is brought to you by yeah exactly and we'll, and we'll say oh you know thanks to Steve and like we'll give you a little shout out on the podcast 
So uh, I totally agree, and I think the way to do it is through Patreon because it does it all for you. It makes it easy, and there's more. There's if you've never been on Patreon, go on there because it goes by. If you go, if you like the podcast, you donate so much per month, fifty cents, a yeah. dollar, and then we put we'll put goals on goals on there. Like okay, a case of beer, twenty five bucks. If we get that, those people get a shout out. We rate the beer. Blah blah blah. Bob's your uncle. But I haven't set it up yet, so uh, that's also wait for it. It's coming. Less than six months away. <laughs> it's a good estimate. <laughs> Anyways, oh. what else we got? Um, what do we what do we want to do for uh, next one? Let's get back to some aliens. Get some more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want. I, I, I need some after this one. This one's this one's heart wrenching, gut wrenching, like just emotionally Whoa. draining. You know what? Yeah. We heavy. might. Boys, we might be doing the last footage of Lars Matank. Okay, well we'll talk. We'll we'll let you guys know on Twitter. Yeah, we're you know what though we're not going to do that one next because I really want to do a fucking weird one because we this one was this one's almost scary because it's too real life. Yeah. I need one that's kind of fucking out there for me next time. I agree. So let's find a let's find a weird one like a really fucking out there one. Send us your creepiest mysteries and yeah, we'll always see. keep oh yeah. like you guys might think that you're like. You guys make a mention and they fall in deaf ears. We write them down. We have we is, have like a list of a hundred long now. It's insane. yeah, our list is insane. So, so long. Keep sending them because we write them down. Like we like doing them. So like we will eventually get around to it. So, uh, but this one, Lars Matank, Zelly, like you know how we were talking about, like we want another mystery one. Yep. This is it. yeah. This is it. Um, you know what? You and so people don't look ahead and like spoil it. Can you go back when you're editing this and just blank, like beep out when I say Lars Matank? <laughs> well, consider it beep because these people haven't even heard it yet. So, yeah. So yeah, you can leave all this me explaining this. So then when they find out, <laughs> they're very confused. All right, but, let's uh, uh, let's wrap this one up. Okay, boys. Okay. So uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at Truth Is Out There. Yeah. A- Alien Theorist Theorizing Facebook. AlienTheorist.com. Ra- rate us on iTunes, please iTunes or whatever yeah. what, whatever podcast app you listen to that you can rate, put a rating on there and please subscribe. Yeah. That's the only thing that really pushes you up the charts. And, so. and you know, if, you, if you're like Mongoloid Gary and you're upset and like, give us a one-star review, that's fine. At least Mongoloid yeah. Gary took the time to write a review. Someone else gave us a one-star and didn't write any constructive criticism. Yeah. So Mongoloid Gary, I'll always respect you for, you know, telling me what you thought. You know what? I don't respect him because one star, just because of one word, I mean... He didn't like it at all, just because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, grow yeah. up. Well, he's also a mongoloid, so can you blame him? <laughs> oh, dude, if you didn't, if you didn't like the last podcast, he is definitely <laughs> he's, not, he's not listening again. <laughs> he is not gonna like this one. No, all right, but honestly, no offense on mongoloid. Wait, we don't mean any offense. It's just, just all jokes. All right. Well, and uh, as always, keep those eyes on the skies. Mm-hmm.